forever. Dog. Hey, bitch. What is your whole deal? Hey, bitch. Just tell us how you feel. You wished for a sign from above. Well, here's a podcast about boy sex, fucking, dating, and love. Seek treatment. If you're boring as fun, seek treatment. If you're unlucky in love, seek treatment. If you just can't take a hint, well, seek treatment. With Kat and Pat. Kitty Cat and Pity Pat, and, and this is actually sweet treatment. Is, yeah, actually, you've actually—I don't know if it was by accident or actually intentionally. <laughs> yeah, but you, you start. Just, you began you listening. Found to yourself here. Welcome, new listener. What am <laughs> yeah. I? Welcome to new listeners. <laughs> yeah, I want to take. We're going to take a quick moment to just onboard new listeners and to honor like, their presence. When someone says onboard, it's like, it's oh, what so, is that? It makes me feel unhuman. It's when you started <laughs> a new job and you just te- train them a little bit. I don't know. It's I, like I've had, had so few jobs. Pa- you have them fill out paperwork and stuff. When someone asks for a W-9, it's like... It actually, like, at the end of I'm my... Gonna, when I made a job for a year and a half, then someone was, like, replacing me, and I had to train them, and it made me feel so horny how much I knew about how to do my job. <laughs> Even though I was bad at the job, it's like, I definitely know what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> okay, anyways, anyways. We're here with an amazing, amazing guest. guest. We're so oh, honored I'm, to have I'm her in the studio. So I know, I know. It's you. actually crazy. <laughs> it's actually crazy that she wants to be on the pod. I know, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> Brenda Mista. Put your ears, ears open, open for, for Betty Gilpin. Hi. Hello. How are you? Well, I'm going to dive right in by saying that I've I did Las Culturistas and I and, said and things to them. That was award winning. But I said things to them that now it's going to sound like like, you know, when you get a compliment from someone and you're like, oh, wow. And then you hear them compliment someone else. And you're yes. Like, oh, that's your thing. That's, Hyperbole is your right, thing. That's and my whole life. Actually, it means nothing. I have to get something off my chest. Great. I haven't listened to that. Episode. Great. <laughs> great. <laughs> then don't. Because <laughs> so I'm about it's to okay. dive right in. But I love and respect <laughs> that work. <laughs> Well, I sat right in the seat and Mm -hmm. said that they're the funniest people alive, and I also want to just extend that. (laughs) Okay, well now it actually Betty, (laughs) Betty gone on board. (laughs) Um, thank you so much. You're accepting that? I'm I'm gonna accept that. I'll accept it too. Um, (laughs) But I, as I said to, I ran into Bowen on the street last week, and I was like, I, I hope that you and Matt and Cat and Pat, Catherine and Patrick, (gasps) also know that. Like, I know there's a group of energetic people in their 20s, like, showing up to your shows and stuff. I need you to know there's also tired people in their mid-30s who are oh, on the couch, but, like, oh. unable to show you. <laughs> but there's a whole movement I love that's that. within that means the, the world. walls of their own home. Can I tell you something? Tired yeah. 30-somethings are ultimately why I do it. Yeah. And, and welcome, welcome, by the way. Happy I birthday. I, thank oh. you so much. 31, can you believe? Uh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I'm okay. 31 is kind of chic. 30 it's is, very chic. It sounds really 30 young. 30 is so on the nose. 31... Is the age you are when kind of like an ABC shows about you going back to your hometown? You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And maybe you were thirty in the pilot, and they're like, "We need to change it to be authentic." Yeah. Let's make it thirty-one. Totally. Did you ever see a show? Do you watch a lot of television? Yeah. So there was a show I watched in secrecy in college, uh, and it was called um, October Road on ABC. <laughs> oh, it was so bad but good in secrecy. Yeah, I watched it. For some reason, that was my deepest, darkest secret. I don't like know why I was so wish it. I, I, literally, I literally was like under my blankets because my, um, my freshman year watching October Road. It was with Donna from that '70s show. Yeah, right, right. Um, and who? What is her name? She's a talented. Laura, Laura Prepon. Yes, yeah. she Pre- was in it. I always Pre- wonder about her last name. It's like Pepper. Yeah, 
Oh yeah, I never know in her. I actually never know her name, and I always—it's so funny because she's done so much amazing work since that seventy show. But it, she'll, Orange is New Black. Orange is New Black. Someone mm. even say, yeah, yeah someone even say that was her work. Yeah, and right. um, <laughs> but for some reason, she's always done up in that seventy show, and I, I can't learn her name. It's always that. But she was in it, and it's about this guy who was back to his hometown after like writing like. He's like an author, but he wrote like you know on TV when like when someone writes a book, it's all everyone everything is based on like p- actual people, and it's like a very much like an allegory for like exactly their life, and everyone's like right. my character in this book wasn't who I am, and um, right. But then he, ha- he has to start over, and he dates a college student. It always makes my heart sink when in shows like that or movies, the person's like, but I, what I really want to be is a writer. I'm like, oh, okay, I now know. we're just watching this person's oh, life play out. I know. But you know what's hard way. is what actually is hard is when you um, are writing, are yeah. writing something. You're like, <laughs> yeah. what's a job? I, it's like, what's, totally. a jo- what's a job I could imagine someone wanting to do? Exactly. And it's like, teacher? No one would ever want to yeah. do that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Marine really biologist? Want to be a teacher. <laughs> yeah. Marine biologist is the job yeah. you say you want when you're little. The, everyone in high school, every <laughs> single girl in um, I know. high school wants to be a marine biologist one day right and that's in my script do you know i once turned down a free <laughs> trip to bermuda with my marine mar, a marine biology class at princeton because i wanted to do play ensemble in a production of my fair lady oh my god <laughs> and that's what it's like to be me <laughs> for me what it's, like bermuda. Be, what it's like to be me is kind of taking billy cohen's backpack and what it's like for Catherine is to turn down a free trip to bermuda but what i'll say about the bermuda trip was that once i met everyone in the class i was like i actually don't want to go to bermuda no with you guys. no yeah. no no so ultimately it was a good choice to be ensemble but what's the kind of thing where everyone's like take marine biology or junior year you, you get go the free to Bermuda. trip yeah, yeah, yeah. you oh get the free God. trip that's crazy was that your princeton moment when you were like i'm a performer and not a marine biologist was there a <laughs> what was your major at princeton english mm-hmm. yeah so it could have gone either way i never felt like a marine biologist ultimately i'm being honest with you buddy i'm <laughs> <laughs> gonna come into my studio i'm gonna be she real was, she was born this way i'm gonna show you my emails the second i meet you <laughs> <laughs> she was born this way read not a marine biologist <laughs> <laughs> what were you were you did you always want to be an act uh, unfortunately, yes. Mm-hmm. I, um, yeah, my parents are actors and did mostly theater. So I was oh, kind of like, that. That this is the it. only skill I'm looking to hone. Um, and I, I find that I, I'm, I'm worried about my life as a whole because <laughs> <Amazing>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing news because for us. <laughs> I'm now standing. Um, because She's standing, leaning over to the mic. <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man kissing the mic. <laughs> um, because I, it's really the only thing I enjoy as like a doing thing. Uh, yeah. So when I'm unemployed, I'm just, I just kind of turn into a floating pajama YouTube person, right. which is how I found you guys, which was a, a oh, dream come God. true. So, um, so, so ultimately, the ultimate can be a blessing to only like acting. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you only like acting, you might end up listening to a podcast and even being on it once. <laughs> <laughs> even reading the host's emails the second you <laughs> skipping Bermuda. I know. Uh, um, so, I know. What do you do between jobs? Um, I mean, I, I, I don't. Well, I try to like. I don't know. I feel like I often play people who like have it all together and like their nails mm. just this way. Mm-hmm. So I try to like let my cuticles grow over my fingertips mm. when I'm not working and like feed the trash troll version of myself in a healthy, fun way of like, totally. this is who I really am. But then and then suddenly months have passed. I'm like, OK, now it's time for a thesis statement and a lunch with a Upper West Side friend. Oh, like, let's yeah. get at, wow. let's get on the train. Yeah, yeah. So do you live in New York? Aspirational lunches. Do you feel comfortable? What I live, yes, I live in Bed Stuy. Oh my god, that's so chic. That's where chic people are living right now. Yeah, you go to Doris. (laughs) What? Wait, what's Doris? Jabuki lives there. (laughs) Jabuki lives there. (laughs) Betty, that's really good. (laughs) Betty, that's really good. Jabuki lives there. (laughs) 
<laughs> sharing where Jabuki lives on our podcast. I feel like it's not no, I think he told us on when he was on. That I don't know. Yeah, I, and also weird that I asked, but I need to know like what your New York. I know. It's like you're you're okay. dragging me okay. for like, sharing. Okay. And I you're in the okay. village, and what, you're in the I mean, uh, like Brooklyn Greenpoint space. Kind yep. of. I know. Yep. I actually don't understand. I've never been even been to your Whoa. house. Are you still living at Mitra's? I'm still living at Mitra's. Oh, Angelo this morning referred to something as Mitra's medical stand because there's been this. Catherine's son Mitra lived in my room before I lived there. But at this point, years ago, and now Pat, we still call it Mitra's. We still call it Mitra's. And like my boyfriend like, you want to sleep at your place or Mitra's tonight? And and she lived there for truly for like four months. But um, so like she left a bunch of furniture for me, which was great because I needed it. And um, but one thing there was a stand that uh, there was a stand that was like has always been there since I got there. I don't know if it was hers or the person before her, but um. Because it's, like, been from co- – comedy people have lived there for truly years. It's, like, changed hands so many times. There's, like, carvings on the wall. Like, uh, yeah, they're literally – UCB. Yeah. Yeah. Rodney Dangerfield, actually. Got his, got his start in Mitra's apartment. <laughs> and um, and so there's a stand. It ends up being where I keep my ibuprofen and my antidepressants and my Pure for Men. Not sponsored. I'm just saying. What's I use, Pure? Pure for Men is a, a proprietal blend of two different kinds of fibers that makes it so that um, oh, you can the bottom ass. easy. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, a pill for the ass. It's for, it's it's uh so you can have more spontaneous anal sex. And anyways, twist. So Angela kept referred to it today as um <laughs> Mitra's medical stand. <laughs> Wait, a stand like a cabinet? Like a no. I wish I could explain. <laughs> Is it, it to like you. a table pad? No, it's like um it's it's the whole thing. And Mitra, feel free to kind of DM if you're listening. Uh, it's um. <laughs> There's like it's like three shelves and it's all kind of metal. It's collegey. It's college. Oh, I see. I see. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. But not like IKEA because it's metal. Not yeah, that, that's dorm vibes. That's like you go like Target. Like yeah. Before school starts and I, like maybe just shampoo. It's, <laughs> I, maybe it's just because it's that kind of turquoise that scrubs always are. But there is a medical energy around it. Like I <laughs> knew I was gonna keep my ibuprofen there when I saw it. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, have you always lived in beds? No, I was in Clint before oh, there, love. but I've always been in New York. Hell yeah. yeah. You grew up born here. and raised? Born and raised in the South Street Seaport and then was in Connecticut oh my for a little bit and cool. then came back here. Oh my God. And I'm hanging on as long as I can. I have no Los Angeles interests. I, I don't know, think I do Because you're a real one. You're a real one. You're a real one. Yeah, you're a and I know Catherine would sooner move to Paris. Uh, thank <laughs> you, darling. <laughs> and I would move to Flagstaff, Arizona is my thing I kind of always I know, say. I don't like that. It you, yeah. It just wouldn't make sense for us for you to be in Flagstaff. I don't know if it would make sense for us for you to be in Paris. I stress out thinking about you guys living in a different place from each other. I know. Same. Same. But was it was it did it feel insane when you first realized that you shared the same brain person <laughs> that you thought you didn't share with anyone else? Like it, oh. to me it would be painful to be a childhood friend of yours and then see you or like listen to this podcast. Right, right, like, right. They found that person. Yeah. I kind of sometimes feel like sorry to all my other friends. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> I feel that too. Right. Who's your BFF? Uh, Ryder Doyle. I was going to say. Oh, yep. I met him my neighbor one time. Now. Yes, and you guys had a Wait, lunch. Real- I'm very excited his about apart- it. Did he tell you that I cried when I went to his apartment? His apartment that Jack Kerouac lived in. What? Rodney That's Dangerfield lived than in yours. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Kerouac, then Mitra, and then him. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, just come see what, the place I'm subletting. And when I walked in, it was the it's the kind of New York apartment that, yeah, like tears came to my eyes. It was everything yes. you've ever dreamed yes. of. So yeah. I thought he lived in Los Angeles, California. He's he here did. for a job. Just here for work. Here oh, wow. I want to go somewhere for work just so I could say that 
So I got to stay in one of Jack's places. Right. What, <laughs> what they don't tell you is sometimes that place is like Winnipeg. I know. In Canada. I spent mm. six months there last year. Oh my God. Six yeah. months in Winnipeg, your book. Yeah. Yeah. Six you months in Winnipeg. You got a book out of it. Yeah. Doing a dog sequel and a horror movie. It was. A dog it, sequel? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. A, a sequel of a, a dog's purpose. You're oh. a dog's purpose? Oh. Two, two, babe. Two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mortified that I didn't know that. Oh, oh there we go. Uh, everyone, everyone on the team is working as hard as they can to bury that oh. information. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Six months. Yeah, yeah. How do you stay sane? I, I don't. It was very sad in, in a very beige, non-window hotel in oh Winnipeg. My god. Sorry to Winnipeg listeners, but it's Soviet Cleveland to the highest degree. Oh it's god. in the middle of nowhere in Canada, so- and just you know, it, it was it was very sad. And I, uh, you know played a um a woman who hates dogs and is drunk all the time and fat shames a nine-year-old in her face to like a nine-year-old girl oh, had to be like no god. more pancakes I mean, oh my god it was horrible oh my god yeah <laughs> you like dark, doing method like stuff. it's like method when like people like um get really depressed when they're playing the joker soon yeah. it's like <laughs> you have to get into this woman's mind should i play the joker it's like wouldn't would it be so crazy for kind of a gay femme man to step into that role no finally yeah for a gay joker we had a femme straight <laughs> i mean joaquin played it pretty femme did you guys see no i didn't see i haven't it. seen i did see i mean i moved forward with seeing um, What's it, on one to ten? What do you give the film? You know, I actually really liked it. Right. I, I give it, I give it eight bananas. You know, <laughs> you know how it's always like a thing. It's like a random. That thing. Is, remember at the, at the wait first quick sidebar. Your post about Vulture this morning. I was oh, on I in tears crying. Did you be posted? No. So, so, on, so I love and celebrate Vulture. I work with. I work closely with the team there. I love those friends. people. They've supported me from early friends. in my career. They every once a year they do a list, and I love their list. My dearest yeah. friends have been celebrated on the list. First last year, for instance, Catherine, Matt, and Bowen were all on the list. So it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and so you think thoughts on through your mind like maybe next year you know <laughs> that's dance tiptoeing through your little little mind so then when next year comes around and even still then it's like then it's like oh these people actually are uh, upwards of eight years younger than me and now they're kind of having their moment on the list which is really cool uh so then i tweeted uh i'm considering being open about the fact that i was not on vultures list this year and then um but then they interviewed then, you for something so you were interviewed for it too I, yeah but you were like i don't need to post no i i just I forgot about you think that. I'm pathetic for posting. No, I didn't. <laughs> so anyways, I, posted, I posted the interview and I posted um like this. Here's like an interview I did uh, for, for Vulture. <laughs> and now like I cannot decide if they care if I live or die that I ultimately support. <laughs> it's so but don't you think there's a cool factor to being not on the list? I think, so. I think it's so I think it's such my brand to be like like when I'm yeah. a, when I'm a write up on Catherine, uh, they mentioned seek treatment. They're like, listen to her diaristic podcast seek treatment parentheses that she co-hosts with her criminally underrated friend Pat Ooh, <laughs> See, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, it is fun. It's oh, fun. you're the you're well, the Joker. You're the Joker. I'm a joker. <laughs> because I feel like comedically part of the part of the brand that mm, we're dealing with yeah, is yeah. like mm. throwing trash at the class president while they talk and like someday you're going to become the class president tomorrow because mm. you guys are going to be catapulted uh-huh. into fame and you're going to have oh to figure out how to also throw trash at the class president while being the class oh, president. It's beautiful. Wow. That is actually beautiful. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, are you married? 
Yeah. Oh my God. Okay, Betty. Tell, yes. tell us everything. You kind of buried the lead. Yeah. <laughs> not to be by not bringing it, but not walking in and saying, my husband, my husband, my husband. Yeah, not to be negative fourth degree. Or wife, or wife, or wife, Not to be negative fourth degree feminist, but uh, yeah. you kind of buried the only important thing about you. <laughs> this is, we already had, we had one Bechtel moment already. This morning I came in with the Bechtel moment, and now it's like, all bets are off. Her Bechtel moment was that she was having a um, dilemma that didn't center around a boy. Oh, oh. It's around an email. <laughs> Yeah, the lot. email you showed me? Absolutely. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> I but I include you in every part of my life at this point. I will... Can you BCC her on all emails? Yeah, now? Absolutely. yeah I'm going to have my team loop you in. Sarah's running all emails. Looping and Betty go pen. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, oh so God. tell us about your love. Well, I really shamed him in an Uber on the way here that he insisted on sharing, even though we weren't really going. Oh, in the same that's direction. he's obsessed with yeah, you. Yeah, that's so a little cute. intense. Um, but he was asking <laughs> about you guys and okay. asking, <laughs> asking why I was nervous. Okay. He's like, So what's the theme? I was like, Yeah, okay, so that that's your first mistake. Like, there's not really a theme. Um, he's like, So they're comedians, like stand up comedians. I was like, It doesn't really work that way anymore. <laughs> They've kind of subverted the form. <laughs> Like, <laughs> my clothes are off. I'm scrouching at this. <laughs> oh like, I think I just need to be quiet for the ride. Like, uh, okay. Oh, um, that's a beautiful boundary to set. To be like, I think I just need to be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe he suggested that when <laughs> his questions weren't going well. Um, we've been, so, so I'm 33. That's beautiful. And we've been together since I was 19. Oh my God. Betty, Betty, Betty. But we were open for the first, like, Three years, but I I think straight people aren't really good at that, or straight people who were born after 1986, which is when I was born. Right, right. right. So like well, we, was we born didn't in really. And she was bad at it. I was bad, bad at it. We we're just not good Where'd at you it. meet in high school? We played brother and sister <gasps> in a movie. He used to be <gasps> an actor and is not anymore, thank God. But he, uh, yeah, he's nine years older than me. We played brother what? and sister, and there's a part in the movie. I mean, this is. It's a terrible movie, but um, we went to the Syracuse Film Festival. Okay. No brag. Um, but there's a part in the movie where he tickles me as <gasps> his sister. And in the screening, you could feel everyone be like, what the fuck? Like, these people are oh, having sex. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Wait, so were you on set? Like, not physically on set, but like while you guys were filming it, were you making love to one another? I mean, there was a gray area of our, our origin story, totally. I would say. Oh. Um, but yes. We were um, getting to because know someone each other. was someone else. Mm-hmm, I sure. knew. Oh, <laughs> Isn't it always muddy, muddy, muddy? Yeah, muddy, yeah. Muddy, muddy. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Aren't the waters always the muddy? <laughs> and you know, it's so. Can I ask a question, which is important to me? Knowing yeah. for some reason, I was about to go off on social. I know, but I want you to go off on social. <laughs> but this, I just want to pin this down really quick because it's, it wasn't important to me just. I knew him in present day, but knowing that you guys were kind of on a set together when you were 19, it makes me need to know how old he is. He is now 41. He was then 28. Oh my God. (gasps) Gorgeous. So that was part of the the openness in the beginning being like, I'm 19. You're maybe mentally 19. We should really, I think I really want to be with you. Let's not be stupid about like. Oh, you were open when you were 19. Yeah. Yes. For three years. Yes. Oh my God. What were the rules? Uh, very mature I mean, of you. Sort of, but like, I think we just really f- told ourselves that, I don't know, I was like, oh, I think I'm going to maybe marry this person <gasps> one day, and I don't, I mean, he was also like, yeah, I mean, I'm happy to see other people. Like, he was, yeah. um, <laughs> he bravely agreed Okay, you're a feminist yeah, icon. Yeah. You're a feminist icon, though. I'm 19 years old, not. asking to fuck. But Didn't also, talk about your husband the second I, you walked in? Yeah, that's feminism, <laughs> to not tell us you're married. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, he, I mean, it worked in that, like, it was a sort of don't ask, don't tell policy, but we were we were spending oh, six nights a week. And, and like, yeah. who knew where we were going? And I was, like, crying, texting people, oh. being like, do you want to meet up? I don't. I, yeah, yeah. I would not say I was, like, blithely may west throughout that like i wasn't it wasn't I like the woke version of myself that i wanted it to be yeah yeah because ultimately <clears throat> when you're that close you can't really hide like the, yeah the not telling it's just like you start to feel like you're hiding because yes. they know you're not with them and so also new york is so small we both like a friend of his saw me with someone and a friend of mine saw him on halloween actually my <gasps> friend was dressed as storm and her husband oh was dressed as goat innards and they saw <laughs> oh they saw God. cosmo like he sounds like my with type. a nurse <laughs> and i was like no that's allowed that's part of the rules oh, he's allowed nurses yeah <laughs> only nurses um <laughs> medical and now and now he's in nursing school literally cosmo, cosmo? yeah that's yep. cool okay yeah his sister's Sheep. name is star Oh my god! They are they hippies. Are, yes, from Vermont. <gasps> wow. Someone's from Vermont. I, I, I love like, them. I would consider Vermont. moving to Vermont. Somewhere up there, I would consider moving. One says it. I've said it. Yeah, but one's, one's have you to been say there it. in the winter? So this is my this is my relationship towards Vermont. Mm-hmm. Is that my um, <laughs> gay uncle? And oh. I can say that. And you can right. go ahead and say you would think they'd be. Oh yeah, I have a stand-up joke where I say, "If a gay uncle and we're the only two gay people in our family, so you'd think we'd be friends, but we're rivals." <laughs> and um, but um, he always had a Vermont place when I was growing up, and so we would drive there when I was little and ski there. So I have been there for winter, but it's kind of a fun thing. Like in Vermont, there would be snow. There wasn't it was like snow Norman Rockwelly. Yeah. yeah, totally. And it was like a big puzzle on the thing. But then mm-hmm. I went there with my cousin and his girlfriend. The last time I was there, and my my cousin who was then twenty two and his girlfriend, and we stayed there for three days. There's no Wi Fi, no cable, bad service, and I will say, to spend that much time alone with a straight twenty two year old couple with no yeah. outlet oh. is a really crazy experience, right? But I love them and celebrate them. I sp- I feel like especially for your brain, whenever I see you guys on Instagram go to weddings from your hometown, I'm like, what's their experience like? Yeah, like yeah, how yeah. how are they holding up? Yeah, the last time I went to a wedding, I ran into the, there was a. Uh, so it was a, a wedding. It was a people I knew. I met like kind of later in life when I moved back home for a second, and mm-hmm. I uh, hadn't seen them in a long time. And I was going to a wedding, one of their weddings, and I really didn't know very many people there. And so, got into this conversation with this one girl who I knew, and then this kid who was like the other gay at the wedding who I'd never seen in my life. And um, we were just talking about how we knew the couple, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm like friends with the bride." And um, <laughs> he was like, "I was like, what about you?" And he was like. <laughs> Um, I'm friends with Lorraine, and I was like, "Who's Lor-? like Lorraine?" Wasn't the bride? I was like, "Who's Lorraine?" And he's like, he looked at me like I was should be humiliated, and he was like, "It's the bride's mom." Oh <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I I didn't know that." And he literally goes, "Don't worry, you're fine." And I was oh like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "Yeah, I feel fine about it." <laughs> Don't worry, you're fine is one of the worst. You're fine, babe. You didn't know who Lorraine is. Like, you just oh, safe with me good. that you didn't know who Lorraine is. Lorraine. Lorraine. I'm, I'm smelling merch. Mm-hmm. Those Lorraine are the kind of people merch. that are like, yeah, that was, that was, God, that was before my accident. And <gasps> I'm like, look at you. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're supposed to be like, what happened? Oh, fuck that. <laughs> you just let that silence yeah. happen because you don't so want funny. that story. <laughs> oh, I hate when I have to be like, you already told me that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I just can't hear it. <laughs> can't hear it again or for the first time. Oh, <laughs> ultimately both. It's hard when you're, when you're dating someone and then you see them like retell something and you're yeah. like, yeah. They're just a person. Yes. Yeah. Right. Totally. Yeah. You get that with other comedians too. You get these comedians that first come into your orbit and you 
think they're God or something uh-huh. or the people that are like really big when you're like coming up and yeah. then you kind of it's like then you kind of see cracks eventually oh, and ultimately some, everyone's a human being is my point not yeah some but, people aren't but most yeah, people, people are people say like I'm not human I'm basically an alien it's like you're, you're one of the most psychopath human narcissist <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you mean like when comedians are you think they're being funny with you spontaneous in the moment and then it's like oh this is a bit you're doing not even that because that, that, that I feel like you can sniff out like right away right it's more like when you see someone and it's I can't explain it. I'm thinking of a very specific person I would love to know who that person is I can't I, can I guess we, we can bleep it out or I've seen him be awkward socially or something or, oh, I, oh, I and I'm like that. oh you're just a yes. person yes. or I've talked to him in conversation but like he wasn't like killing. Ultimately, <laughs> <laughs> I still think he's very funny, but I was just he like, wasn't killing in, com- in, in a two-person conversation. If you're having a two-person conversation, uh, ABC, ABK always be killing. Oh my god, I'm stressed out just like thinking about like being in an event. <laughs> we yeah. were just last night. Oh my god, well I was at an event last night for I, I think eight what was minutes. It, it was a Halloween, a Halloween party, party. and you and it was, and you were chef. I was chef. Thank you. Gorgeous. Thank you. I thought of the caption. Oh. I know, genius. He really comes up with some of my best work. Thank you. I do. I openly admit that I steal Natalie, Natalie, Car- Natalie Caroline. Yeah. <laughs> no. <gasps> oh my, my god. god. No. That, that's not our relationship. No, that's not our relationship at all. She's making a. They're making rival. Like Ryan Murphy has the rights to her story, and then she's also trying to simultaneously make a her her voice story. Oh, of it. So, oh my God! Wait, so, so Caroline's making a movie, and Ryan Murphy's making a movie. Yeah, about the same thing? or two series or something. Yeah, about her. I don't care about them. No, do you? no. no. It, when I read it, I was like, I don't. It doesn't seem that interesting. It, no. I, when I read it, I was like, okay. I don't understand what you're working on so hard because it was a lot of like, um, <laughs> I know they were working on a book, but it was like a lot of like, I tweeted this. It was like, oh, yeah, it was a lot of like, I was like, Natalie kind of lost me when she was like, we snorted 300 milligrams of Adderall piece and stayed up for six days writing. <laughs> and then it's like, you would see what they were writing. It was like a picture of like a girl on the beach. It was like, girls just like to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. You didn't even need an espresso for this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but honestly, did, I mean, did you read On the Road, Jack Harrow? That's how I kind of felt about that, about I Jack Harrow. Okay, okay, great. Like it's read like it. they, oh, really they, they, they got on a bus. That's mm. what happened. Yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck where someone gets on a bus? <laughs> I, um, I, you know, you know what show they always reference Jack Harrow? Rackin. What? Gilmore Girls. Mm. Gilmore Girls based on my hometown in Connecticut. I thought you were going to say based on the Gilpin Girls. Well, you know, that's, <laughs> wait. <laughs> the Gil- well, you know, Pat wants to retire to that town. Yeah. So what's the town called? Oh. So, someone DM'd me what that town was called. It's called Washington, Connecticut. That's crazy. Because <laughs> <laughs> now we have D.C., yeah. we have the state, and, and, we have have the, and we have the Gilmore Girls I mean, town. I mean, you know what gets you and really gives you... Go- I mean, there's Paris, Texas. Now that's a laugh. <laughs> From now on, when someone says, Washington, I'm gonna be like, uh, oh, go. I'm gonna say DC, the state, or Gilmore Girls Town. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you have Kate Gosselin. What would you say? Your hair is Kate. Oh, Gosselin. god, it, sometimes my, my hair when looks I put these like, on looks um, like Kate Gosselin's. <laughs> oh, I bet mine does. No, no worried for perfect. them. Have you checked in on the plus eights? Um, oh my god, Instagram, no, the older girls. I never watched plus Some eight hot actually. Selfies happening. Oh, really? How old are of, they? Like, Maddie. I mean, do, I don't do you 20, watch? 13? Are you, are you uh, a reality queen perchance? Yes, I mean, I'm I'm not as. I just did uh, watch what happened. Oh, you live did? I'm going on Sunday. Oh, my God. It's Joel and Kenya. Joel Ken Booster and Kenya from Atlanta. Oh, yes. From oh, Atlanta. my God. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. They, I, I like choose a season of a random thing and yeah. go for it. But I guess someone told them that I was a super fan. Oh, of, that's awesome. And awky. it was, yeah, I had to do like a quiz and I had, I, I, it was, I 
was blushing purple the whole time because I was like, I don't know. Who was yeah. the other guest? Uh, um, Tam- uh, Tamara. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm so envious that yeah. you met her. Well, she was definitely told that I was a super fan. Oh my God. And, uh, Treated me like a like I was wearing like headgear and was like oh make, make a wish wish was to like meet her. <laughs> and oh my god! It was it was pretty sad because oh, what I remember of her is that I don't stand by her. Her politics, I don't stand by her the way either. she is in my family. Yeah. <laughs> so she is being awful this season. Yeah. Not that she like a super fan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she's being terrible. She just said she didn't like that. And here you go. She's always what's I mean, she up to? She's the worst. What's that little girl she, up she's just to? Starting on a drama that doesn't need to be started there's a rumor isn't that the whole so show basically the coolest one on oc right now is this, is this girl named kelly dodd who seemed psychotic when she first came into the mix but yeah. now she's like chill cool girls girl laid back <laughs> she basically got divorced and now she's amazing and um and then um so there's a rumor going around about her that she well first of all one of them started a rumor at the last reunion vicky started a rumor that she does cocaine a lot right and that's affecting her life and her, actually her daughter's life and her daughter is off limits yeah and um <laughs> and um so she's pissed at vicky and then like vicky kept vicky has her mantra lately has been like she, kelly knows i'm not sick because they used to be really close and she's like she knows i have more information that i haven't said yet even more than the cocaine and um oh everyone's like God. what and then tamara who's supposed to be kelly's good friend is like what the train and Vicky's like, stop, don't talk about the train. And Tamara is like, apparently there's a room. Uh, Tamara brought uh, it I'm, up. I actually have tapped. I feel bad, but I've tapped out. Okay. I like lost what you're talking okay, about. Okay, so Tamara basically was <laughs> no, acting. I mean, here I know you're I'm accepting that. You're about to get on board. That. You're about to get on board. You're about to get on board. Tamara was acting. I'm putting this boundary no, up. But, <laughs> listen, you're about to get on board. Okay. Tamara was acting like the Vicky train. was bringing this up in front of the cameras. But Tamara was, um, but they, the rumor is that Kelly had a train ran on her by eight guys. Like eight guys. Ran a train on her. Oh, I want that for me. Yeah, that's, that's what, the term. I, Ran I, I a never train? heard it. Like, do you get fucked? But now Tamara, whenever a train comes up, she thinks she's funny. She makes these like non-jokes where she's like, choo-choo. Or she'll like just like, do that. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, uh, like, it's that a is, train in the station or whatever. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God, terrible, I love like, that. So, and she's acting, to, she's just like playing a million sides. I don't like Tamara. But I would like to meet her. Yeah. <laughs> Something really humbling. I would like to meet her in Headgear. <laughs> 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 Something really humbling about... Like when you, um, as you both know, when you arrive at a red carpet space, they <laughs> they plan it out like the timing of like they tell you what time to arrive, and the other people you arrive with, you see where you are like oh my hierarchically. God. That's yeah. the correct pronunciation. Do they line and you up? No, it's like they so we're, we're say, so don't get lined up. We're, so we're, so uh, we've been we've been sort of a red carpet space, red carpet space adjacent that we see people getting lined up, and then we're kind of put in a separate entrance, which we love and accept and celebrate. So we actually love this they don't teachable want a moment. You do a crazy yeah. over. This is a teachable underrated. moment. So tell us sort of how this how it works. Hold my hand. We're getting, we're getting some wisdom. Oh, getting some, I, this, this episode is called Red disgusting. Carpet Wisdom by Betty Gilpin. Oh, no. oh, you're gonna get our new segment after this. Oh yes. Oh, I can't wait. We have a brand new segment where we're workshopping on you. Oh, great. <laughs> <We're> train. <laughs> um, they tell you. So basically, it's a very humbling experience where you get an email that says you're going to start hair and makeup at this time and arrive at the red carpet this time. And then you scroll all the way down to when the event starts. And yeah. it's always you're like, oh, so I'll like like for the Emmys, for instance, I started hair and makeup at like 
10 a.m. No. And you get there at 1 p.m. And then they're like, and then you do pictures for 20 minutes. And then the event starts at 6 p.m. Because oh, like the actual famous people come in and they want to take pictures of them for a very long time. And so the people that you arrive with like at that's a movie premiere or that's my tribe yeah. and I have arrived at the same time as the Vanderpump Rules cast oh, that, oh, 15 times <laughs> I mean like we that's, know like we all we both give each other a little nod oh, oh my <laughs> god those are your people <laughs> they're my people which is not like way more people watch Vanderpump Rules than watch anything I've ever done no hashtag buddy. dog's purpose dog's purpose too is part <laughs> I haven't seen Vanderpump either I love Vanderpump that's my that's the one but it's me. getting bad now yes it but is but I love it they were at a we went to Elton John's and they were there and of anyone famous there I was went the most Elton excited John's. Elton John's Oscar we famously went to Elton John's Oscar party <laughs> with my cousin who works at Mercy no Cadillac <laughs> um, and he gave us a Cadillac <laughs> um, but I was so excited to see them at IRL yeah, it's it, it's it, they are a sad bunch. They make yeah. me really sad. Well, it's just they're really running out of steam. Like I was, there was a rumor that it was going to change to VH1 this season, and I was like, I hope it does, so I have a reason I can feel okay about stopping watching because I, yeah. I just I'm not getting joy from it anymore. No, I think they have to introduce a new class. Yeah, yeah, they should have to introduce or change the format, like. Put on the fluorescence and like let's lift under the carpet and see what's really right. going on. You know on. who's like, doing that? Change the genre. You know who's doing that more? Who? Teen Mom OG is doing that mm. kind of journalism. I'm more work. curious about like what you do for five hours once you're in hair and makeup. I know. What do you do? Oh, it's very sad. Like my brothers came with me to the Emmys and I kept having to be like, you will see how it's it's just like a a very corporate prom holding space airport terminal it's like oh. you've been oh you've been God. told it's your wedding day and you are princess diana and like it's going to be today is a day to celebrate that you are the most beautiful most successful and then from the second you get there you realize it's designed to convince you that you are like the mouse holding the trash near the i mean it's it's so strange like you are Having, I mean, you know, having your picture taken, people are screaming at you. So get out of the way! Like, oh my god! Oh my one god. time, one time, I was between two actual very famous people, and the the I thought the um, photographers' heads were going to explode oh off their bodies god. with how they're like, "You're on the shot, move to the left." She's in our shot, move to the right. It's like oh if I could just god. like that double snap so my scary. fingers, and it's disappear. like a weird like warped singled out with Jenny McCarthy, where it's like, do you watch singled out? What's that? It was like a 1994 oh, yeah. show where you had to keep moving around, kind of. It was like if you're um, basically people had to keep leaving yes. the crowd until they yes. found the perfect match for someone, right? And it's coming back. And someone Instagram DM'd me that um they loved my page and they wanted to know if I wanted to come out for singled out. And I said I'm actually in a happy, ha- I'm happily committed right now. But wow. um, good luck with everything <laughs> you're trying to do. <laughs> oh my god! I definitely spent a lot of slave play thinking that your boyfriend was in slave play. Really? Why? Yeah. He oh, looks kind of like that. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, that guy's so hot. That guy. Yeah, everyone in Slave is pretty hot. Thank you very much, yeah. buddy. Appreciate that. <laughs> the, the, the tired mid thirties community is very excited about your relationship. <laughs> I know. He just turned thirty, so he's in the club. Oh. He's a Virgo. Got it. I love Pat's boyfriend. So I love. Much. I love Pat's boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> we we, we, we kind of forgot about that. I know. Wait, I that know. um, loving him. 
No, the 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 rhythm of the one time I want one time I <laughs> the rhythm um, of saying something like that. <laughs> one time I which had, is a joke in itself. <laughs> one time I was um one time I had hell seltzer and I love that drink and so <laughs> I wanted to make spawn con where I just like aggressively shove it into the camera and say I love this seltzer I love this drink I love it and now whenever we <laughs> like there was, a, there was a weekend a really magical weekend in Philly even where it was like I love this car this car is for me <laughs> and now I go we're trying to make it happen it's not happening anymore. Yeah. The one thing I know about Vanderpump rules is that someone posted the funniest <laughs> review of someone who got in food poisoning at their restaurant. Did you see that? No. Oh yeah, Tom Tom. <laughs> yeah, I would go there. If I lived in LA, I would go there. I've been to one of the restaurants because I had a friend who was obsessed. Anyways, I don't watch it. Singled um, out. Okay. Anyways, okay, so I know. I'm tethered. I, uh, I know. Do you hear about his soul? I got so um <laughs> someone on another podcast, a gay I had never heard of before, uh, went on his podcast and um put me on absolute blast because I had been on my phone during a previous episode and he said that he's scared for me and he hopes he finds my soul and that he might have to stop listening. And I said I encourage him to make to move forward with that choice. Oh wow. Yeah. Because you were distracted on your own podcast? Yeah. <laughs> but that's part of the that's I the, know. The, it's the, like okay, the if, moment, you, if you're not buying into that, then this isn't for you ultimately. <laughs> the moment that I signed a billion year contract with you guys was <laughs> I can't remember what the episode was, but someone the guest shared something very vulnerable. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> there, I'm scared to hear this. And there was a pause and <laughs> At the exact same time, Kat said, wait, what was I going to say? And Pat said, oh, my God, what day is it? <laughs> oh, my God. You never revisited what the person was. <laughs> I know who the guest was. I always think of on Tammy's episode when she was t- trying to tell a story about waking up in surgery and we kept getting sidetracked and like she tried to start it so many times and then ultimately one time she started telling it and I remember saying um Tammy what's your fashion like and I kind of like no you woke up in the middle of surgery what happened what's your fashion like wait Betty what's your fashion like I love your fashion I love your fashion oh, this no, is what I would this is it I that's what I love a crew neck yeah it's a it's a it's a it's a we forgot the recital was today goodwill new england moment like it's it's <laughs> toothpaste on the face dropping yeah. the kids off mm-hmm. it is like new england like that's what i like yeah it's girl like, next door in new england like she likes the patriots but also but you have such like, amazing skin that you're just like i'm ready for anything yeah <laughs> it's like she likes she loves the patriots she's guys girl but also like for an event all of a sudden she shows up gorgeous of course well, Ryder had a fashion intervention with me like Why? 10 years ago uh, because it was it was a it was a purple wizard sleeve teal pant moment. Like it I was like very the, I, theater you're describing school. my outfit. But <laughs> no, but you you I so I sidebar. I'm in this time of my life where I'm thinking like maybe I should have a baby. And I think about I was going to ask you about a, that. Great, let's dive in. I think you. about. We we're gonna ask you about that. <laughs> Can we start want... the next segment? Is that what you're saying? Oh, right. oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. No, literally. Wait, what day is it? No. Cut off your answer. Okay, you guys, we're going to find out what day it is, and if Betty Gilpin wants a baby, in our very next segment. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Dog. Brett Boehm. Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.